Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. If you've ever listened to this podcast and thought, I wish I could see his stupid face while he's talking. I've got some exciting news for you. The probably true live show is coming to East London on Tuesday, October 26th. I'll be talking on stage in real life for an hour or so about all sorts of filth. It's going to be an intimate affair with a small number of my closest friends and people who buy tickets. Plenty of stories that are too filthy to share on the podcast, some new material, maybe some old bits if I get stuck and panic. Who knows? Maybe I'll burst into tears and just sit there and cry for an hour. There's only one way to find out. Search for Probably True on Eventbrite, click the link in the show notes, or if you're a Patreon supporter, go to patreon.com and see how to get free tickets because you've given me enough and I love you. But either way, hurry, go now, quick, the tickets are running out. Ah! marketing. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. I made one of my straight mates feel bad the other day. I know what you're thinking. Like, why would I care about the feelings of boring people? And you're right, I don't. But sometimes, just sometimes, it's not just fun to make them feel bad because you can. There might also be something in there that makes you think. Anyway, here's what happened. He randomly popped up on my Insta feed because, you know, we're all slaves to the almighty overlords of algorithm land. And I'd not spoken to him for a while, so I messaged him asking, all right, fuckface, how are you doing? And he replied graciously and quite politely with a bit of a rundown on his life. And then he said, what about you? See how I didn't insult you there, winky emo? Ahahahaha, I thought. Here's a chance to stick the knife in. So I replied with, Yes, well, I grew up with most people not liking gestures of affection from the puff in the room, so I had to use insults instead because showing affection towards fellow menfolk would be gay, and that's bad for reasons and showing emotion towards another boy person would risk the underlying homophobia becoming not very underlying anymore. And he replied, Oh, yeah, that makes sense. I feel bad now. <laughs> See how I toy with thee, breeder. Dance as I pull your strings, for I am your emotional puppet master. I didn't say that bit out loud. Anyway, it did start me thinking about healthy and not so healthy ways we express love and affection for people in our lives. Apparently, these are called love languages, and there's supposed to be five main categories. Everyone's relationships are different, I suppose, but most things fall into one of those five love languages. And the idea of a love language, by the way, isn't learning to say Hello, big boy, buy me drink, then we go bouncy-bouncy in a variety of different languages. Actual love languages are the ways that we show people we care about them. Everyone's ways are different, and they all fall into one of these five categories. Or should, maybe. I don't know. I'm not an expert. I just googled it. Anyway, apparently we often don't have the same ones as our partners and friends, so it can seem like we don't care when really we're just showing our affection in a way that the other person doesn't realise. Like, maybe you're laid there thinking, if they love me so much, why do they make me sleep in the wet patch? Well, 
He's over there thinking to himself, I love them so much I brought home five burly sailors to do all sorts of nasty things to them, and not so much as a thank you, or something. Looking back, I can see at least one relationship where this guy would send me songs to listen to on Spotify, and I'd just reply with like, great, fine, whatever, I'll listen to it later. Anyway, how are you? And he'd just never respond. Because his love language was music. It was his way of showing me he cared and that he was thinking about me was to share these songs with me. And me, who is an idiot and also not that big on music, was just like, "Mm, I'd rather talk to you, please. And that didn't really go down very well. It's probably a bit late now to message him and be like, hey, I finally listened to that song you sent me. I really like it. Here's six years worth of songs I like. Yes, I know that you're married now, but I just worked out that you used to like me, and so now you have to divorce so that we can see if we can make it work, because I had Bagsies first. Anyway, for the next few episodes, I'm going to look at each of the love languages in turn, and generally try to make jokes about expressing real emotions, because I'm deeply broken and this is cheaper than therapy. Anyway, first up is acts of service. As in, doing stuff for people so that they don't have to do the things themselves probably best to make sure that it's things the other person wants you to get done because something like surprise i've eaten all the crisps in the house so you don't have to isn't really the kind of vibe you should be going for it doesn't have to be big stuff it can be simple things like doing the washing up or taking the dog for a walk or oiling the gimp just be sure not to make a big deal out of it it's laundry not fucking brain surgery and also with stuff like this, make sure that you do it right and not just half arse it in a way that means someone else is going to have to go back and do it again later. Like some passive-aggressive man-child who knows that if he fucks up doing the laundry badly enough the first time, he'll never get asked to do it again. Seriously, don't be that twat. Also, don't confuse being a functioning member of society with acts of service for another person. I'm a lazy slob who sits around in a pool of his own filth. Well, to show you how much I love you, I've had a shower. That's not going to win you any points. Get some self-respect, you lazy lump. Anyway. Also, I guess there's some context to this one. You don't want to surprise someone by having done the vacuuming if, when they get home, their first questions are, who are you and how did you get into my house? I'm focusing a lot on household chores with this. It doesn't have to be that at all. It could be something nice like running them a bath if you know they've had a stressful day or rolling them a joint if you know that they struggle getting the roach in right and the skin tight enough or getting rid of the body so that they'll have an alibi. It's the little things. Cook them a meal, maybe. Bake them a cake, especially if that's not something you do often because then not only will they be happy that you made the effort and did something nice for them, but they will almost certainly let you have a bit of the cake too. Unless you're doing that for me. Cannot stress this enough. If you bring me a cake, I will eat the cake. It was a present for me. It was made for me. I am going to enjoy it. All of it. If you want a cake, you should have made two. Anyway, the thing to remember with this, and it's probably something that we'll come back across as we go along through the other love languages, is to shift the focus. It shouldn't be, look at me doing this nice thing for you, aren't I a wonderful person, you're lucky to have me. But instead, you need to relax and recharge and do whatever you want. Don't worry about the thing. I'll do that. You just focus on doing things that you find more enjoyable. Let me do the crappy shit so you don't have to. Because that's the point, isn't it? is an act of love, something you do for another person because you want them to be happy. None of this, if I do this for them, then they'll have to do something for me, transactional bullshit either. 
The point is that you do it for free, with no expectations of return or reciprocation, because you care about them. Seriously, do nice things for people you like to make them happy shouldn't be a difficult concept to grasp. If, like me, this isn't one of your love languages, then it might feel like someone's getting all up in your stuff and messing around with stuff that they should just leave alone and let you do yourself. And that's fine. That's... It's good that you realise that. You just have to communicate that. Also, it's important to not take this kind of shit for granted. If someone does nice things for you, great. Make sure that you celebrate that and you thank them and that you share something in your love language that they appreciate. What you don't want to do is become one of those people, mostly straight men, I think, who just gets used to having someone do stuff for them. I say straight men because it always seems like man-children who've had family members, probably their mother, just look after them and do everything for them their entire lives. So then they don't realise that it's not someone else's job to tidy up after them and cook for them all the time. Anyway. And yes, putting bits of them in your mouth during a boring episode of whatever's on Netflix counts. As long as you don't expect them to return the favour afterwards. Go down on people you care about because you care about them. And you want them to feel good, not because afterwards it'll be your turn. Just finish yourself off during the credits like everyone else does. That was Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Today's Patreon compliments go to Andrew Moore, who is the kind of person who would let you share his chips, even if you just decided not to buy your own because you weren't hungry. And to Pete up north, who has quite possibly the best accent of anyone, anywhere. We're queer. We're geeks. We're We're queeks. Superheroes, Star Wars. Broadway, Drag Race. So if you're super gay, super nerdy, or anything in between, listen to Queeks today. Wherever fine podcasts are sold. And find us on Instagram at Queeks Podcast. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 